this is a new month. We're starting a brand new series. It's a series on faith, and it's called Stand Firm. Stand Firm. Many a times, we come under the weight of the attack, or we allow ourselves to come under the weight of the attack. Many, of, many a times, we give in, and when we give in, we crumble and we fall. But we need to understand that God has given us the ability throughout life, knowing that as long as He is with us, we are more than able to stand firm. We are more than able to stand firm. And my message today is simply titled, Faith is Greater Than Fear. Faith is Greater Than Fear. But before I even get into the message today, you know, I, I've been talking in the, in the very beginning, I mentioned that today is Pentecost Sunday. You know, it's the birthday of the church. Many people around the world are celebrating in different ways because we acknowledge the fact that, you know, 50 days after Easter, when Peter was in the upper room with the 120, the promise was given to them in John 14, verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Imagine if Jesus just went away and left the people like that. They would have been in chaos. They were scared. They were afraid because of their association with Jesus. You know what was going to happen? But Jesus never ever puts you in a place where he makes you believe that you are alone because he's always with you. And so he gave them this promise. He gave them this promise that I'm going to send my Father is going to send you a helper. And then in John 15 it says, When the Advocate comes, who I will send, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, He will testify about me, and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the very beginning. You know, there's an element and an aspect of faith in, 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 in the first verse that I read out as well. Now, when Jesus said he was going to send a helper, they had to believe that was going to happen. And being with Jesus for three and a half years and seeing all that Jesus did, they better believe that what Jesus said was going to happen. In the same way, for us as Christians, you know, this is a very important this is a very important moment in history. If they could believe and acknowledge the fact that God said He was going to send, and when it happened in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly, say suddenly. suddenly. You know, God is the God of suddenlies. Just when He thought that, that's it. You're one step away from your miracle. You're one step away from your breakthrough, and you want to retreat. Suddenly. God steps in. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Has the Spirit enabled them? I want you to know that the day you gave your life to God, 
That was the very day that you were given the Holy Spirit. And many of us come under this kind of condemnation. You know, along with the giving of the Holy Spirit, along with the receiving of the Holy Spirit, you know, we, we have the gift of tongues. We have the gift of tongues. You know, as you can see over there, they started speaking in tongues. You know, came from heaven. The whole house was filled where they were sitting. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they, they started, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. You know, uh, growing up, I mean, not growing up, but from the time I began my walk as a Christian, uh, and being around other people who were Christians, many a times I've, I've, I've faced, uh, I've faced uh, uh, disappointment. I've been in, a, in, a, in, in an environment where people have been disappointed because they haven't, they haven't been able to speak in tongues. They feel they don't, they don't have the Holy Spirit. That's the lie of the enemy. That's the lie of the enemy. The day you gave your life to God, that's the very day the Spirit started residing on the inside of you. And just because you don't speak in tongues, that does not mean that you are not going to speak in tongues. The gift of the speaking of tongues takes place at, takes place at a different time for each and every person. And many a times, you know, just because we have the gift, we want to force it on other people. Speak, speak, speak. Say it now. Say it now. Say it. No, 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 no. God's timing is perfect for each and every person. And it will happen at the right time. But I want to encourage you and I want you to know that the Spirit is alive on the inside of you. And what I'm trying to get at is in line with my message, in line with the series of faith. If God said an advocate, a helper is going to be sent for you, and they could trust in that word and receive that promise suddenly. How many of us sitting down over here today have got promises in our life that haven't yet been fulfilled? All that it requires is faith. Because it will happen. It will happen. And many a times it will happen suddenly. All that you need to do, all that you and I need to do, because I am in this with you, is stand firm. Is stand firm. Mind you, I've had a crazy week. It's been a really crazy week. You know? And many a times things get, things try to, you know, come across uh, your way to bring you down, to attack you, especially after the last two weeks that we experienced in the church, you know? Satan, listen, listen, Satan's furious. Satan's furious. You know, if, 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 if God's going around, if, if, if we believe that our God is a roaring lion, this guy, I mean, I can't think of any better way to say it. He's a roaring mouse. Okay, he's going squeak, squeak, squeak. He, he's literally going all around trying to see, oh my God, something happened last two weeks. How can I bring him down? And he tried. He tried. But I need to remind myself. I need to remind myself. I'm called to stand firm. I need to remind myself of what I heard last week. Listen, as much as you need encouragement, I need encouragement as well. I need to remind myself what was spoken last week. I have the authority. I need to remind myself the prophetic word couldn't come at a better time than it came last week. 
Be strong and courageous. And I had to remind myself and I had to remind him. Didn't you hear what was said last week? Didn't you hear? Stand firm. Stand firm. You know, in Matthew 10.10, in the Passion Translation, it says, travel light and don't even pack an extra change of clothes in your backpack. Trust God for everything because the one who works for him deserves to be provided for. The one who works for him deserves to be provided for. In other words, Jesus is saying, don't take extra sandals, don't take a staff, not a team, okay, the staff, the rod, the staff. Don't take a staff, which is likely a figure of speech for travel light. The reason that Jesus told his disciples to leave their things behind is because they already had with them what was most important. They already had with them what was most important. Our money or wealth is in the kingdom realm of God. Our clothing is the garment of righteousness that we wear in Christ. Our backpack points to our past experiences which we tend to carry as weights on our backs. We leave our past behind since it no longer exists in Christ. Our shoes become a picture of the good news we walk in as we experience his continual peace. And our staff is a symbol of authority and we take with us no other authority but Christ. We can leave it all behind since we take what is most important with us and that is the presence of Christ. You know, there are three places of tension that we live in. The first is faith and reason. What you believe. Faith has to do with mystery. Reason has to do with understanding. Faith is taking a step when you can't see the rest of the stairs, but you're confident in taking the step because you know who goes ahead of you. Faith is taking a step when you can't see the rest of the stairs. Reason is, I, I've, 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 been, I've, I've encountered the situation before. I kind, of, I kind of know maybe how it works. Let me take a shot. Let me take a shot. You know, the gospel is illogical to the human mind. The word of God is true, and many a times we cannot understand certain things. Like what I said a couple of weeks ago, speak to the mountain to move, and it will move. Things like those are illogical. Like I said, I've never ever spoken to a mountain, and I've never ever seen a mountain move. But you build up faith on the inside of you anyway to trust God that whatever is standing in your way, Speak in authority, and it will get out of your way. Amen? God doesn't reward your results. He rewards your obedience. God doesn't reward your results. He rewards your obedience. The second place of tension that we, are in, that we live in is risk and safety. What you do. The safest place to be the safest place to be 
is, in, is the place of risk is the safest place to be in. The place of risk is the safest place to be in. Risk has to do with giving up control. Safety has to do with staying in control. Faith is taking a risk. God, I don't really know what's ahead of me, but I trust you enough to know that you've got my back, so I'm going to step out anyway. Safety is like, God, I don't think I can do it. Let's, 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 let's put it aside for now. Let's put it aside for now and let me enjoy this moment. That's the second place of tension we live in. Sorry. The third place is giving glory and receiving honor. How you treat success. Giving glory has to do with being a priest unto God, understanding that whatever happens for you in life, whatever breakthrough you receive, whatever moment of victory you, you experience, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. This couldn't have happened because of me. It has only happened because of my God. Receiving honor has to do with being a king in our world. This happened because of me. I know better. I got this promotion because of what I did. I got this breakthrough because of what I did. You know, but I really like what Proverbs 13 verse 12 says. When hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. But suddenly, when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. We need to understand that faith, as long as we have faith, it could be that mustard seed, that the, it could be the size of a mustard seed. But as long as we have that mustard seed size faith, we will be able to stand firm no matter what comes our way. Nothing, absolutely nothing will be able to bring us down. Absolutely nothing. I can guarantee that because I've seen that over the last so many years. For me as an individual, for my family, and for friends, and, and being in an environment of like-minded people around me. It is true because God is true to His Word. You know, Joshua 1, verses 1 to 9, I've not put up the, the passage over there for, for, for uh, the sake of time. But I love this. It's, it's one of my favorite passages. And it starts off saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and the people are going to cross over the Jordan River into the land that I've promised you. And wherever you set your foot, I'm going to give you everything. That'd be an amazing promise, right, in a, in, in a city like Dubai? Wherever you go, I'm going to give you everything. You walk into a store and you're taking everything and you're walking out. Excuse me, excuse me, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, 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 no. My God said wherever I go, I can take everything. You know? It's like you being foolish enough to go into a car, showroom, sit in the car, be like, can I, can I, can I have the car keys? The person gives you the car keys, like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You're thinking you want to test it out, and you start the key, you put down the brake, and you're trying to accelerate slowly out of the store. Like, what are you doing? No, no, no. My God said, wherever I go, I can take anything. But that's not the promise, okay? That's foolishness. 
But God tells Joshua, Joshua was the new successor. He was going to lead these people. Wherever you go, I am going to give you that place. I'm going to give you that place. You know, sometimes God will deliver, sometimes God will not deliver you from the flames, but he'll deliver you through the flames. That's what he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What do you do when you take people who are already on fire and you put them inside fire? There's going to be a massive explosion, right? The heat is only going to intensify. But knowing that God is with me, I'm not going to get burnt. Nothing's going to happen to me. And sometimes we need to remember, we need to remind ourselves, I'm in a problem. Maybe God wants to teach me something through this problem. God wants to show me through this, something through this season. God, open up my eyes that I may see. Sometimes God will not deliver you from the flames, but he will deliver you through the flames. You know, sometimes we need to embrace the uncertainty of the future over the familiarity of the past. We need to embrace the uncertainty of the future over the familiarity of the past. Many a times we compare. God, this happened back then. That's how I received my breakthrough. That's how I received my victory. I wanted the same way. No, 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 no. The problem is that we're so focused on what was behind. We're so focused on what happened before that we want an experience of the same thing when God wants to do something new. He says, forget the past, leave it behind. I'm about to do a new thing. Trust me in this. You, you, you are uncertain. You don't know what it's going to look like. But the, you know the best part, the, you know the, the, the amazing part of the shepherd and the sheep is that the sheep sees from here. The shepherd sees from here. The shepherd sees further than the sheep. That is why he's known as the good shepherd. And that is why we are known as the sheep. Because we are the ones who go astray, but he still comes after us calling out. We need to embrace the uncertainty of the future with the familiarity of the past. I just want to say three things this afternoon, and I, I really feel that, you know, as we're beginning this series of faith, how many of you are happy with the petrol price? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I was at a hangout at JVC last week. Uh, we had an amazing hangout. And uh, I was low on fuel, and I went to fill fuel, the closest station at JVC. I'm like, why the heck is this long queue? And then I called Stan. I was having a chat with Stan, and then I said, I'm here filling fuel, there's this crazy queue. Stan said, go to Hesa, you know, go to Hesa Street and fill over there. I went over there, and I'm like, uh, what's happening? I mean, crazy queue. And then I called my wife, speaking to her, and then she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, the fuel price is increasing tomorrow. I'm like, 11.45, 11.45 p.m. And I'm like, God, 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 please take me up over there first. Please take me there before 12 o'clock. Anyways, I had no clue what the price was. I came up over there to the front, and I was like, 100 and I was like, how much, what's the fuel price? He was like, sir, 4.09, full tank, full tank, <laughs> full tank, please. You know, but, but, but it, it, we, it's good. We're, we're laughing about it right now. It's good. 
But I know, I've spoken to a couple of people, and I know how much of a struggle it has, it has been. It's not easy. It's the highest this country has ever seen. I love this country. I love the leadership. I love the government. It's the highest that this country has ever seen. But someone in the week made me change my perspective. I think it was someone on my team. Uh, we're praying for the fuel price to come down. You know? And he was saying that the fuel price is increasing, the economy of the land is going to, and it's going to increase the economy. And we serve a big God. God is able to increase things for us as well. We're not going to bow down. We're not going to bow down. I know it's difficult. I know it's tough. It's not easy. But we are called to live above the normal. We are called to live above the normal. Yes, my prayer is that the fuel price comes down. But even if it takes time, and I pray and believe that it will come down, but between now and then, it's not going to affect us. We're not going to allow any of this to affect us. We're going to stand firm because we know who's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. He's the author and finisher of everything. Everything that you need in life comes from him and him alone. You will not be put to shame. You will not be in lack. He will do what he needs to do for you and for your family. And if it means your tank never ever running empty, he will do it for you. He will do it for you. You know, and I just want to share three things very closely. I know we're just got a couple of minutes, but three things very closely. You got to know that God is with you. You got to know that God is with you. God told Joshua, I will be with Moses, I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. You got to know at every point in time that God is with you. You know, we need to float in the storms of life. Whichever storm may come our way, we need to float in the storms of life. We may not be able to feel his hand, but be assured that he is in us. You know, when storms come our way, God now promises, at times God now promises to take away the storm, but he promises to hold your hand through every storm and be with you through every storm. So you may not be able to feel his hand, but he is in us. And when you really know that God is in you, rest becomes easy. When you really know that God dwells and he is on the inside of you, rest becomes easy. The second thing is you need to be before you feel it. Be strong and courageous. God told Joshua thrice, be strong and courageous. Be very strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. You know, Psalm 108 verses 1 to 6. I really love this because it says, my heart, O God, is steadfast. He's not saying I might sing. He's saying I will sing. I, I will sing. I will awaken. I will praise you. I will sing of you among the peoples. I will, I will, I will. You need to be before you feel it. You need to be before you feel it. That's the beauty with the God we serve. God doesn't say you go and take a risk and then we'll see how, how you get through the fight. You fight and get hurt and then let me see how strong you are. No, no, no. God says, God told Gideon when Gideon felt weak, 
He said, you are a mighty warrior. He called out truth from Gideon's life and declared truth over Gideon's life that Gideon even didn't know existed. He's telling Joshua, be strong and courageous. You need to be before you feel it. The last and final thing is allow God's word to shape you. Allow God's word to shape you. God told Joshua, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Faith comes by? Faith comes by? And hearing the? Faith comes by? And hearing the? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Many a times we say that I am without faith. That's the lie of the enemy. The reason why you feel you are without your, the reason why you feel you are without faith is because you haven't gotten into the word. The word of God wants to speak to you. The word of God wants to encourage you. And the word of God wants to fill you to be able to stand firm. You and me included in this. The more you take in of your, the more you take in of the word of God, the more you will give it out. The more you take in of the word of God, the more it will remind you that God is with me always. He will never leave me nor forsake me. The more you take in of the word of God, the more you will realize that his promises are true and nothing, absolutely nothing will affect me or bring me down. I have the the God-given authority to stand firm and take down anything and everything that may stand in my way, blocking every blessing that God wants me to get through. That's the God we serve. Finally, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. My favorite verse. It's the, it's, it's, it's the verse of our church. A lot happened this week, but a lot of good things also happened this week. June 3rd was six months, day before yesterday, since we started Hope DXB. Six months. And it's only the beginning. And I look at this verse. We're not there yet. But I look at this verse. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. We've got an amazing future ahead of us. We've got an amazing future ahead of us. You know, faith grows when faith is tested. Faith grows when faith is tested. Now, don't go and put your hand in the fire and be like, I have faith, I have faith, I have faith. No, 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 no. That's foolishness, okay? But I want you to know, even as you sit over here today, even as you sit over here, none of you, none of you are called to live a defeated life. None of you are called to live a defeated life. Because you and I, you and I, we've got a big, big God who's stronger and bigger than anything and everything this world, than anything and everything in this world. You and I have got a stronger and a bigger God. And I said I want to do something 
I know it's five minutes. We've gone five minutes ahead of time. It's fine. But I want to stop. I don't want to stop what God wants to do in this place. You know, I know we, st- we started this series on faith called Stand Firm. Right now, I want to pray for people. I want to pray for businesses. I want to pray for people who are looking for jobs. I want to pray for people who have lost their jobs. I mean, uh, you might have left your job and, and you're searching for another one. Uh, so I want to pray for people who are looking for jobs. I want to pray for people who have lost their jobs. I want to pray for businesses. I want to pray for those who are trusting God for promotion. If that's you right now, don't look to the left or to the right. We are one big family, okay? And there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. But if that's you, I want, I want you to stand. And I want to pray. I want to pray. Stan, can you just, just stretch out your hands? Just stretch out your hands. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we just pray, Father. I pray, Lord, I stand in the gap for all these people in my family. And Lord, I pray, Father, that we are going to stand firm. We're not going to allow anything to bring us down. And right now, in faith, I pray, Father God, in faith, that every business from this day on will prosper. Lord, I pray that we're going to see such an increase more than we've ever seen before. I pray, Lord, that you would break, Lord, even for people who are waiting for payments. I pray and I, I, I ask you to stand right now. For those who are waiting for payments and you haven't received payments. Father, I, pr- I just break every obstacle, everything that's standing in the way from allowing them to prosper and allowing them to receive their blessing. We break it right now in the name of Jesus. We say that you have no place to dwell amongst our people. We say that you have no right to stand before our people. We break it down and we cancel every plan of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And right now I speak life into every business in Jesus' name. I pray for jobs right now, Lord. For those who are looking for new jobs, for those who have lost their jobs, we speak life right now that you would bless every person with a great job. Whatever it is that they're looking for, whatever it is that they desire, you will meet it and so much more in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for promotions, that this community will be a community that experiences promotion upon promotion upon promotion in Jesus' name. For those whose payments have been stuck, we break every wall standing ahead of them, every wall standing before them. We break it down in the name of Jesus and we say no more. Say with me, no more. Say it like you mean it. Say it in authority. No more. We cancel it, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that every, every amount that is due will come through in the name of Jesus. Will come through, Father God. We stand, in, we stand before you. We stand in faith. We claim the authority in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And we believe, Lord, that what you set out to do, you will do it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. The rest of you, please stand. The rest of you, please stand. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this service. 
We thank you for what you're going to do for the rest of this month. We thank you for those who are traveling for journey mercies, that whatever they set out to do, they will, they will, you will accomplish everything through them, and we pray for a phenomenal week. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen, amen, amen. amen.